Hey y'all, happy Thursday. Um, I hope you are doing well. Um, we are reading through the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, compiling them uh, and walking with Jesus step by step, day by day through his Passion Week. And today is Thursday. And so today is going to be a really long day for Jesus. As a matter of fact, it ends up being a day that doesn't end. It bleeds right into Friday, uh, where he is crucified. And so what I've done is I've stopped at a point, and then we'll pick it up tomorrow because it was probably about midnight is what most people say. So I just I just stopped it there. So like I said, it's going to be a long one. And so what I hope that happens as I read these passages is that you are inspired to see Jesus more clearly, uh, to know him better, and to trust him more. And if one of those three things happens for you, or if two, or if even all three of those things happen for you, this has all been worth it. And so I am thankful for it. And so for this, um, because it's long, I want you to sit back somewhere and relax. Um, um, I would ask that you try and do this in one setting. I know with kids and, and, and everything that could be really hard. So if not, that's okay. No judgment. Jesus said, I didn't come to judge the world, but to save it, I'm not judging you. Uh, this one is a long one. But if you can, there's a great flow here uh, that I think is really, really telling. And so if you can uh, listen to all of it in one setting, do. But if not, that's okay. I'll go ahead and start reading. The passages that I'll be reading from are um, Matthew chapter 26, verses 27 through 29, Mark 14, verses 12 through 25, Luke chapter 22, verses 7 through 38. All of those are pretty condensed. The book of John, however, um, goes into a lot of detail about what happened on the last during that Last Supper and right after the Last Supper. And so for John, I'll be reading from chapter 13, verse 1, through chapter 17, verse 26. So that's John chapter 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 are dedicated to this day. And in particular, a lot of that is that Last Supper um, and what happened right after that Last Supper. So get comfortable and let's dive in. And on the first day of unleavened bread, when they had sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. And wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, the teacher says, where is my guest room and where may I eat Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room furnished and ready. There, prepare for us. And the disciples set out and went to the city and found it just as he had told them. And they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, he reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it's fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 
And likewise, the cup after they had eaten, saying, This is the cup that is poured out for you. This this cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant of my blood. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them would be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become the youngest, the leader as the one who serves. For who is greater, one who reclines at a table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines, but I am among you as one who serves? Now before the peace, the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And during the supper, when the devil had already put it into Judas Iscariot's Simon's son to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. And he laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them from the towel that he had wrapped around him. And Simon, he came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? And Jesus answered him, what I am doing you do not understand now, but afterwards you'll understand. And Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, the one who has bathed need not to wash except his feet, but is completely clean. You are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That is why he said, not all of you are clean. And when he had washed their feet, he put on his outer garments and resumed his place. And he said to them, Do you understand what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen. But the scripture will be fulfilled, that he who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I'm telling you this now before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who I sent, the one who sent me. When it was evening, he reclined at the table with the twelve, and as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it, is it I, Lord? And he answered, It is uh, who, he who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes, as it is written of him, but woe to the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for for that man to not have been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, 
Is it I, Rabbi? And he said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took the bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take this and eat. This is my body. And he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. Little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me. And just as I said to the Jews, so I now say to you, where I'm going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, and I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. And Peter said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and death. And Jesus said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster will not crow this day until you deny me, until you deny three times that you even know me. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms, and if it were not so, would I not would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to them, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. And Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and that's enough for us. And Jesus said to him, I have been with you so, have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the, the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I, and I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son." If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commands. 
And if I ask the Father, and He will give you, if I and, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while, yet a little while, and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And in that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. And whoever who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me is, will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? And Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my Father will love him, and he will come to him and make our home with him. Whatever, whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. For you heard me say to you, I am going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise and let us go from here. Now, the next few chapters of John happen right around that Last Supper time. See, John's the one that captures what happens after Judas leaves. And all that teaching was during the, that Last Supper together. But then they get up and they go. And as they're going to the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus continues teaching. And so I want to share with you what he said then. Uh, and then we'll stop and we'll pick up uh, Friday in the Garden of Gethsemane. So this is what Jesus says as they're walking. He says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, it is he, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And by this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. 
If you keep my commands, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, no longer do I call you servants, for the servant doesn't know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name, it may be given to you. These things I command you. So that, you will, so that you will love one another. You see, if the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you were not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember, remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep if if they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But all these things but all these things they will do to you on account of my name because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have been guilty of they would not have been guilty of sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. See, whoever hates me hates the Father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my Father. But the word is written in their law and must be fulfilled that they hated me without cause. But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me, and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Now I've said all these things to you to keep you from following, falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering a service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when the hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I'm going to him who sent me. And none of you ask, where are you going? Because I have said these things to you. Sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment and concerning uh, convict the world yeah and concerning sin because they do not believe concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer and concerning judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you to all truth for he will not speak of his own authority. but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is in mine and declare it to you. 
All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. A little while, and you will see me no longer. And again, a little while, you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What is this that he says to us? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, you will see me. And because I'm going to the Father. So they were saying, What does this mean, a little while? We don't know what it is that he's talking about. And Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him. And so he said to them, Is what you're asking yourselves what I mean by saying, A little while, you will not see me. And again, a little while, you will see me. Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the, the anguish for joy that, that a human being has been born into the world. And so also you will have sorrow now, but when I see you again... Your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. And that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whenever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, and your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in a figure of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. And in that day you will ask in my name, and, and I do not say that you will ask the Father that and, and I do not say that you and I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you. Because you have loved me and and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I'm leaving the world to go to the Father. And his disciples said, Ah, now you're speaking plainly enough and not using figurative language. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. And Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming and indeed has come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that you, uh, that in me you may have peace, and the world will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And when Jesus has spoke these words, he lifted his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you. And since you have given him authority over all the flesh to give eternal life to all, whom have, to, all, to all whom you have given him, and this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, Glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and, and they have received them and have come to know in truth that I came from you. 
and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and all yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and and not one of them has been lost except the son of destruction, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But now I'm coming to you, that these things I speak in the world, that they may have joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in truth. For your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. And for their sake I consecrate myself, that they also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I, and you, and that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that we may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me, and and love them, even as you love me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, may be with me where I am, to see my glory that you have given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. O oh, righteous Father, even though the world does not know you, I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will continue to make it known, that the love which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. And he said to them, When I sent you out with no money bag or knapsack or sandals, did you lack anything? And they said, Nothing. And he said to them, But now let the one who has the money bag take it, and likewise a knapsack. And let him who has no sword sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you that the scripture must be fulfilled in me. And he was numbered with the transgressors. For what is written about me has its fulfillment. And they said, Lord, Lord, look, here are two swords. And he said to them, it's enough. And so that's where we stop. What we'll pick up tomorrow is where we see Judas again and where Jesus is in the garden praying and where the betrayal starts and where the trial starts and where the crucifixion is. So join us in preparing for that. We will take communion together at the end of it. And so if you're watching virtually, when you start Friday, just have the elements with you and we'll take it together at the end. All right. Um, Be blessed. I hope you're having a great day. And I do hope that this this has helped you and inspired you to, to see Jesus clearly, to know him better and to trust him more. I love you, fellowship, and I love being in the church with you. See you tomorrow.